are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Man's spirit shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, just the same as the soil in your garden will be satisfied with whatever seed you plant in. Mark, the fourth chapter, the parable of the sower establishes a very pertinent fact about the soil. The soil is the heart of man. The sower soweth the word, and he sows it in the soil. Now, here he tells you that a man's belly, or his spirit, or his heart, shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Now, you're going to be filled with what you're continually speaking out of your mouth. Now, that's why I kind of gave this a subtitle, that life is a language that can be spoken. Now, that's what I want to emphasize, that life is a language that can be spoken. It'll produce life for you. But the opposite end of that truth is that death is also a language that can be spoken, and it bears it out right here in verse 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So whether you love life or death, the one that you love, you're going to speak it. Now, see, that brings us down to a little bit of fine-tuning with our tongue here. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Now, that's not hard to understand. I mean, that's just pretty <laughs> vivid to me that God is saying that your tongue will kill you. You, you sing those little old jingles and songs when you're in children's church. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No, they don't hurt you. They'll kill you. <laughs> and they've killed a lot of folks. Because, you see, their words produce fear, doubt, unbelief. Now, the same as the Word of God produces faith within us when we hear it and speak it, so does the words of the enemy and negative things produce fear in us when we speak those. Whether it's what's happening to you or what you're afraid is going to happen to you, you speak it and it'll become settled within you. That's why we have to take what God says and do what God says about it. You see, everybody would like to have the peace of God and all that's available to us under the new covenant, but most people are not willing to do what he says to get it. Philippians, the fourth chapter, the apostle Paul says that with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God which passeth all understanding. Keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Then he says, finally, brethren. In other words, we're going to wind it up with this and tell you that finally, brethren, whatsoever things are good, pure, perfect, lovely, and of a good report, he said, think on these things. Somebody said, yeah, but now, Brother Caps, you see, I've got all these problems. And it's true, you see. He said, if it's true, then think on these. So they say, well, now, this is true that I got the problem. Yes, but it's not lovely and of good report, so don't think on it. Well, somebody said, well, you're just ignoring the problem. Oh, no, 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 I'm not ignoring the problem. I'm doing what Jesus said to do about it and what Paul said to do about it. I'm going to overcome evil with good, and I'm not going to dwell on the problem, but I'm going to dwell on what is good and pure, perfect, lovely, and of good report. Now, see, that's not hiding your head in the sand. That's doing what the Word said to do about it. Now, you can make up your own rules as you go if you want to, but you're going to be in a heap of trouble down the road somewhere. 
Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. They that love it will eat the fruit thereof, whether it's death or whether it's life. I visited a friend that was going for heart surgery one time and prayed with the individual. Of course, he was not taught in the Word, and I tried to teach him some Word for a little bit, what little time I had to spend with him. But you see, when people haven't had the Word of God, it's hard for them to get a hold of it, especially when a storm of life is on him. And I prayed with the individual, read him healing scriptures, and how he's going to believe God, that the doctor's hands would be guided of God. See, that's where his faith was. He, he wasn't developed to where he could receive his healing, supernaturally. So uh, I prayed with him and agreed with him that everything would be fine, that he would heal properly and no complications in Jesus' name. And before I was through praying, he's crying and saying, you know, in fact, he told the doctor, he said, now, when you, is open heart surgery, he said, when you put my heart back in, it'll never start up again. It'll never start up. And the doctor just laughed at him, said, well, now, we've done 12 of those operations right here. You have no reason to say anything like that. He said, we've never had any problem with that. And uh, from all indications, from what the doctor said, there was no reason for the man to die, but he died. See, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I know sometimes people think, oh, you know, they're really not serious about this. Well, I've never been more serious about anything in my life. Life and death is a language you can speak. And you have a choice of what you'll speak. God told you to choose life. See, the Word of God's full of life. But when you speak continually against what God said and what God's promised and what God said will happen if you do certain things, then you're not going to have faith. You're going to have fear. This man was filled with fear. Not because he wanted to be, but because his life was out of control because he's speaking death and not life. See, the Word of God is life. Medicine to all their flesh. So the man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Now to point out to you that the word belly here is, he's referring to the spirit man because Jesus, I think it's in John the 7th chapter, he said that out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now he was speaking of the Holy Spirit, see. He said he spake of the Holy Ghost which was not yet given. Well, Jesus said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, you know he's not talking about out of the stomach. He's talking about the spirit man. That's where the Holy Spirit abides is in the human spirit. So he's referring to the human spirit there. Jesus was, and I'm sure this is what this is referring to because of what Proverbs 20, 27 says. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. In other words, God has designed... You on the inside, the real you. See, the spirit man. The real you is the spirit. When God breathed spirit life into Adam, that was the creation of man. See, he formed his body out of the dust of the ground. But that wasn't the creation. See, it formed, he made it out of something already existed. But when he created, his spirit was when he breathed it into him. Something that didn't exist in him, see. So man's spirit, that is the real you. And your spirit is what the Bible calls the heart. It's the soil you plant the seed of God's incorruptible word in. Now that soil will receive the seed whether it's good or bad. 
You know, it'd be nice if we had soil today that when you planted marijuana, it just spit it out and say, no, we're not going to raise marijuana. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> and it, it'd be good if it'd do the same thing on the stuff they make cocaine and all of these drugs out of that destructive forces. But you see, the earth doesn't do that. It's designed of God to produce whatever you plant in it. The seeds you plant determines the harvest. Man's belly or his spirit shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. What he says, it'll be satisfied with it, whether it's right or wrong. And I know we've got people that doesn't believe that and say, well, now the reborn human spirit wouldn't do that. Well, Jesus said the sower sows the word. And then you see, you get over there in the fourth chapter of Mark, in verse 26, he said, So is the kingdom of God as if a man cast seed into the ground. And he should sleep and rise night and day, and seed spring up, and he groweth up, and he knoweth not how. Now, he's talking about the word of God as a seed. Now, what if the man sows the wrong seed? Jesus said he'll go to sleep and get up, and that seed will spring and grow up, and he doesn't know how. And he's going to have a harvest. Now, see, the fellow says, yeah, but now the reborn human spirit just wouldn't act that way. Well, now, wait a minute. The Bible says it's soil. Here it says it'll be satisfied with the fruit of your mouth. And he says, death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. He'll be filled with the increase of his lips. Now, see, Jesus bore that out in Matthew, the 12th chapter. He said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now, he's telling you what gets abundantly in the heart will come out your mouth. And you see, you put it in there by speaking. You put it in there by speaking, and you bring it out by speaking. Let's bear this out. Let me go over there with you to Matthew, the 15th chapter. Now, Jesus says something here in the 11th verse. Now, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth the man, but that which cometh out of the mouth defileth the man. See, he said it's not the food you eat that's going to defile you. He said it's those things you're speaking out of your mouth that's going to defile you. Now, follow it on down here. Verse 18. Well, let's read verse 17. He says, Do you not understand that whatsoever entereth into the mouth goeth into the belly and is cast out into the draught? But those things which proceed out of the mouth cometh forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, Murders, adulterers, fornication, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things that defile a man, but to eat with unwashing hands defileth not a man. So we're very well established by Jesus in the scripture that the things you speak is going to create for you. The good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. Now see, Jesus always spoke it on the positive side. And in that instance, he did go ahead and say the evil man out of the evil treasure. Now, sometimes we get the wrong idea that it's only evil people that'll speak that way. But you find many Christians releasing evil by the words of their mouth. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Our offer this week is number 7506. It's a book offer. It's called Changing the Scene and Shaping the Unseen. 57-page paperback for $7 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $10. Here are some of the chapter titles. Looking at the Unseen. 
How do you look at the unseen? Well, you look at the unseen by seeing what the Word says. You find the promise in the Bible. It may be unseen in your life, but you have it in black and white in the Word of God. If you give, it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. If you sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. But you may not see that abundance. You may not have abundance at that time. So what you have to do is look at the unseen. The unseen is what the Word of God promises. So it's important that we look at the unseen instead of what is seen. The Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a more exceeding eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, and the things that are not seen are eternal. God's Word is the eternal Word of God. It lives forever, but everything else will fade away. There is no permanent evil. There is no permanent lack. Thank God this book will help you. Changing the Scene, Shaping the Unseen. Offer number 7506, 57-page paperback for $7 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $10. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.